Aloha, Mr. Hand. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Today we're going to go all the way back to 1982 to hang out at the mall, make out at the point, and get publicly shamed by our history teacher at Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know what? I'm really glad I gave you that line. Because I feel that you delivered. (laughs) Thank you. And, you know, obviously I'm the one that picked this movie. And I want to tell you something that's been weighing on me. You ready? Yes. All right. So you know that every year, me and my kid, we do a couple's costume for Halloween. And one year I was Spicoli and my kiddo was a slice of pizza and no one got it. Like no one. And I had a sign like on a stick that said, Aloha, Mr. Hand. And no one got it. Well, (laughs) I'm not surprised because I know... (laughs) I, and we'll get into this, but I know that everyone loves this. It's an iconic film, uh-huh. uh, but very, very boring. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that anyone cares. You know what? I feel like you shouldn't be trying to hurt me in public like this. I would have gotten it. Thank, thank you. <laughs> well, you're so smart, Amy. <laughs> Maybe other people are just not at that level. Um, I also, besides the thinking it's really boring, I, I think <laughs> last week I had I had a moment where I was like, did I ever see this movie and I didn't think I did. And uh-huh. then when I watched it, what I realized is I did see the movie. It's just so dull that I forgot it. Okay. <laughs> just let it go. All just right. Well, go. first of all, I want to say remind me. And I'm going to put this picture of us up on the Instagram because it's fucking hilarious. I had the, you know, what is that thing called? That like Long Beach, um, like sweater. You know, it's like Mexican inspired. That's Spicoli oh, like wears. The, like the Baja. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I had like a Baja Pota- Potato sack. That's yeah, that sort them, of right? thing. Yeah, I'll put it on the Instagram. Yeah, okay. But I will say I was shocked when I Googled Roger Ebert's review. Uh, our boy, Amy, you'll learn this uh, during the podcast. Uh-huh. We have a third host who, yeah. who doesn't really exist here He's in departed. This world. He's departed. Yes. <laughs> but he, he, he breaks into our spirit mm-hmm. every single week. And we bring in our hometown boy, Roger Ebert. Well, Love it. First of all, he gave Fast Times at Ridgemont High, one star, which I was shocked by. And he said, the whole movie is a failure of taste, tone, and nerve. The waste of a good cast on erratic, offensive material that hasn't been thought through or maybe even thought about. I got to tell you guys, just reading that right now, I had a total PTSD back to my MFA. This is 100% a sentence that David Bradley would have written to me on my story. The whole story is a failure of nerve. I mean, I don't fully disagree with Roger. And I mean, honestly, like in these revisits, a lot of times I do find his um, his reviews to be very refreshing and accurate, actually. Years later, who knew? Um, but what did you like about it, Adrian? Well, you know, honestly, I think because I saw it as a teen, I always feel like it has it says something real about being a teen. And yes. maybe because there's a lot about girls wanting to have sex and then finding that sex real disappointing. <laughs> yep. That is uh, real true. <laughs> oh man. Okay, but, let's let's get into it then, right? Like, um, first of all, should we? Well, you haven't even introduced oh, yeah, our just, guest. I'm, I'm just about that's to what do you're it. getting into. Yes, oh, that's okay. I'm getting into. All right. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, who who has ADHD in this room? <laughs> it's, it's me. I was it's say, me. It's not me. I wrote this down. We have an outline. <laughs> she put her paper down and just went off. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> So embarrassing. 
<laughs> Everyone, this week we have Amy Sumter with what? us. She is a Chicago comedian. Yes. One of our favorite people in the whole wide yes. world. She's a killer high kicks kicker. Yes. And she is also part of the all-female band, She's Crafty, Woo. Beastie Boys cover band. Yes. Badass. They're amazing. Oh my God. I'm so excited to have you. Yes. Thank you for having me. We're thrilled that you're yeah. here. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm really excited because you know I listen and I'm always like, oh, I got things to say about this movie. <laughs> so yes. Okay, before we talk about the movie, let's talk a little bit. What are you guys into this week, pop culture wise? Elizabeth and I were just talking about how when these episodes come out, you're gonna, it's going to be like one of those things where it's going to catch all the people who didn't watch mm. these things on the first round. <laughs> Which is fine, which is fine, because you know what I've been watching a lot of, as always, Veep, which yes, has been love, around. That's one of your comfort shows. Uh, yes, I you're, wa- you're, You watching Veep is me watching uh, SVU. I know. Yeah. When I watch Veep, do you worry about me? Like, if, if you're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm in bed playing hearts and watching Veep. Are, is it a signal to you? Or you're like... I like to refer it to as uh, Adrian's rest period. <laughs> She just needs to like check out. Like this is yeah. how I feel about SVU. Yeah, you know, yeah, people. Yeah. I had to talk to my therapist about how much I've been watching SVU, yeah, yeah. and she was just like, "Well, out of all the addictions you've ever had, Elizabeth, it's probably the best one." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're getting a message yeah. how and to I protect was, yourself. Yes, you and know. I was like, I think sometimes we have to disassociate. We have to like, yeah, yeah. just oh, yeah. check out. And you're you're like that with Veep. And then yeah. anytime you talk about anything, Adrian's like, there was this episode of Veep. I love it. Well, there's that episode um, <laughs> where Christopher Maloney is on. Uh, Isn't that his name? Yeah. Yeah. And he he's fucking, you know, Selena Meyer, who's the vice president. Oh, he's so also hot. a personal trainer. Such and there are babe. some moments where he's like improving lines. Like he's supposed to be like a dumb personal trainer. And they're at like, you know some important event and someone's asking him like what he does and he's like I'm also an author and they're like oh have I read anything that you've written he's like get a bod like God you know like he just you can tell he's making up the titles as he goes and it's so fucking funny every time I watch this episode which is a lot because I do a lot of VP I'll text her and be like it's this episode right the other episode I text her about is the one where Selena Meyer walks through the glass, glass door, door. <laughs> she, she knows I love it those are the two. Those are the two. Yeah, Amy, what have you been doing? Oh God, um, I, I, you know, during the pandemic, I watched a disgusting amount of TV. Yeah, and I'm just continuing to do. Oh, that. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. proud yeah. of you. Yeah, um, I, I've been watching the Ted Lasso. Okay, oh, Elizabeth's really into that. She just, just got into it. It's so full of heart, love it like a milkshake. Where's it gonna go with the third season? I don't know. <laughs> They were just in Amsterdam, and I'm like, I gotta get up on Amsterdam. I want to go there yeah, so I bad. I want to go there so bad too. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. all girls the trip. sites. Oh, yes. girls. Yeah. Um, are you? Uh, so you're not. You're not watching the third season yet. I am. Oh, you are. I am. It's so good. It's so good. I know. I know. I'm. I'm loving it. And then also just. Uh, I just watched Bad Sisters. Also amazing. love Bad Sisters. Did you watch that? No, I, I keep thinking Apple about TV. It, Apple it TV. is yeah. so well written, and every episode is like an onion, yeah. and like you just peels away, peels yeah. away, peels Sharon away. Sharon Horgan is the coolest. Oh my god, woman. In the world, yes. Also, love Bono's. Her. Okay, talk about nepotism. Yeah, baby. yeah, yeah. Bono's daughter in it, and yep. she's incredible. She I, is. I kind of love her. Yeah, like, she is good. I'm like, one. Yeah, but we're not the same. Yeah, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Dad is rich. If you oh, she's two amazing. I be was coming her. to Chicago, we're going. I'm. Yeah, I'm a no embarrassment. YouTube fan. I, I, I think YouTube is coming to Chicago. Oh, good. Then is let's it, go. Yeah. Just talk? I'm. I would never. Yes, you would. No, I would You'd not. Go oh, you would go and know every flipping yeah. song. There's you know no. There's it. no question. I would know. I was a child of the '80s. Yeah, Amy. I know. But okay, is this your contrarianism though? No, no, no. It is because I generally do not like to be in big concerts. Word. 
respect. It's very no, hard we'd, for get, me. we'd get our friend Jenna to get us a hookup. We'd get good seats. I'd take <gasps> care of you. Yeah. Girl. Listen, um, I have a I, whole panic that's attack. That's why I want to like just be wealthy. I yes. don't, I don't even, life I, is I so much easier. Like, I just want to get VIP to Riot Fest yes. and I want to get season tickets to the White Sox, yes. even though they are terrible this season. <laughs> that whole but, stadium you know, smells like an onion. I too. love it. I love grilled onions. I just want to eat them all day long. I am so thrilled that you're singing today because, um, the last few episodes we've had, we've been uh, singing theme songs. Oh, yes. really? yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah. so I was like, today I was driving and I was yeah. like, what it could be our theme song? I've been very obsessed. Don't ruin this for me, motherfuckers. I'm sorry, did I just write your new theme Christine, song? You know? Christine, we we've got a theme it. song. Yes. <laughs> Uh, not going to get a good rating because of the swearing, but <laughs> no, it's fine. That's good. It's fine. No. Um, we, this week I've been, because uh, last week we watched, we watched Fame, uh-huh. and so um, I sang the Fame song all week yeah, long yeah, yeah. in the yeah. shower, yeah. in yeah. my car, yeah. and I got really into rock ballads, like yeah. power ballads this week. So oh, I've so, been listening to like Love Hurts by Nazareth. That's like a great 30, one. Love Hurts. Yeah. And so <laughs> the whole time I was driving here and listening to Meatloaf, I was like, oh, what are we going to sing from this movie? And Amy just took care of that. We so got the you. beat for song. Yeah. Oh, Dude, the soundtrack one. of this movie slaps. The yeah. was amazing. It's fucking great. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah. And the mall scene that it, like, it made me really nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, mall culture <sighs> is dead. But then I, I just saw a tweet so and somebody good. was like, you know, someone's going to be like, oh, wouldn't it be great if all these online stores were like... In, in a, a mall. place, <laughs> and then they're gonna think that they invented the mall, and I'm like, you are 100. That's exactly what's gonna happen. So, well, this movie opens with like the best scene, right? Like you're seeing like people like moving around, and Fast Times on Ridgemont High is like written in this kind of metallic like car font. And um, yeah. when that happened, I was like, I'm really into this already. Sorry, excuse okay, me. Okay, she's fine. Yeah. She's gonna cough a little, but so we're gonna do our recap a little bit differently today because again, it's like a montage flick that has like a bunch of characters. And last week when we were talking about fame, we we got a little off the rails. We're yes. like trying to figure out how to talk about all the characters. So we're just gonna talk about each character. It follows one year in high school. Right. And we're just going to be like, this is what each character's story is. And then we're going to get into the interesting shit. Yeah. Let's do it that way. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Stacy, who's Jennifer Jason Lee, who Roger Ebert, he, I got to say, he gets, he was a little creepy about Dolly. Also, equally creepy, I would say, about Jennifer Jason Lee. Like, he was just like, she's just so fresh and talented. (laughs) She is. She's a naive 15 year old and she's really interested in sex. 15, by the way. She's young enough that her mom still tucks her into bed at night before Stacy sneaks out to fuck a 26-year-old stereo salesman. That was also awesome. when she met him, still not in high school. Right. Yes. And like, she also yeah. lied. She lied yeah. to him. Yeah. 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 That really gross. And he fucks her in like a dugout. Also gross. Though oh. he puts a blanket down. <laughs> He puts a blanket. And then you just down. see his butt in the distance. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, we'll come back. We'll come back awful. to the sex. Um, a nice guy has a crush on her, but instead she bones his best friend and ends up getting pregnant. She has an abortion, a very casual abortion, I would say. Yes, she handles well, it I mean, well. They they tend to be casual. You know, as conservatives think that we just have them all the time. It's like go to 7-Eleven, pick up a Slurpee, have an abortion, go home. It's a good day. Yeah. So anyway, she has an abortion and then she decides maybe sex isn't exactly what she wants. Maybe she wants romance in a relationship. Poor Stacey. Whole life of disappointment on the way. It's yes. There's no question about it. Yeah. Um, And then we have Linda, who's Stacey's best friend. And she's played by the gorgeous Phoebe Cates. So pretty. She's so pretty. She reminds me of uh, a friend of mine. Um, But I keep thinking 
looking, I was watching it and I was like, she was one of those dark haired, like white girls yeah. that I always wanted to be like because I couldn't be the blonde girl. Biracial. Oh, is she really? Yeah, she's she, really pretty. Yeah. Wait, what? She that, has has that explains heritage. That explains everything. Oh, yeah. That's why she's so yeah. beautiful. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Asian nation rise. I knew you would love that. <laughs> Asian nation. Um, and she's much more experienced about sex and has a fiance. And where? Chicago. Chicago. Um, you never meet him or see him. Correct. And never. we don't know what he does for a living because he's just always like out of town. Yeah. We assume he's a pilot probably. I think she says that, but I don't fucking know. The it worst, doesn't matter. The worst part is that when she graduates that year, he doesn't show. He says he's not coming to the graduation. Yes. So, so she has to early up. age, she finds out men are always going to be disappointing. <laughs> True. <laughs> then we have Brad, who's Stacy's brother. So cute. And he's played by Judge Reinhold, and he's very cute. He's a senior. He's planning for the best year of his life. So cute. Of course, everything goes to shit. He gets fired from All-American Burger. <laughs> And he's thinking about breaking up with his girlfriend so he can fuck other people, but then she dumps him. Yep. <laughs> then he's working at like a Long John Silver's in a pirate outfit. Yep. It's very sad. Um, but at the very end, Brad takes his power back when he thwarts a robber at 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> also, the one thing you forgot to say is he also shows up for his sister yes. for the abortion, so which and is the he's best. in the smallest little t-shirt. <laughs> he looks so Cute. He looks so good. I was yes. like, oh my God, you're and so hot. I, You know, maybe I didn't put it in because I was so conflicted about like the only care being shown between a man and a woman was just between these siblings. Yes, but it I like her. It was so precious. I know. It was so precious. But it hurt me. I was like, why can't Brad be nice to his girlfriend? Well, he was nice to her. He just wanted to break up with her because it was his so senior he could year. fuck other people. Yes, yes. I mean, anyway. I feel like that happened. She kind of did the same thing to him. Yeah, so, so it, it works like, out. Uh, yeah. I loved when she yes. did. Yeah. The next person we we're talking about is Rat. Rat. Rat's on the honor roll and has the biggest crush on Stacy. Uh -huh. His best, his bestie Damone is always coaching Rat on how to get with a like a lady, <laughs> and he's pretty, pretty embarrassing. Damone is not Rat. Rat's so sad. <laughs> but look, I put in a quote for you about what he told him to do. <laughs> where is uh, where is it? Right here. If you're gonna make no, out, no, yeah, right. put on. On side one of Led, Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin 4. <laughs> so funny. And then later it cuts to like rats driving the car with Stacy and it's like. Da -na 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 -na. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, so Stacy and Rat finally go out on a date. And I, I want to point out, I think that when he asked her out, it was very cute. It was yeah. so in the cute. way that he does it. Yes. Um, and then he and um, Stacy are on a date. Stacy is at a said, German restaurant. <laughs> And he forgets his wallet, yes, and there's this whole, whole thing, thing where Damone meets uh, Stacy. But the biggest point is that Stacy invites Rat back to her house, uh -huh. and she makes a move because she's like super into sex. But yeah. he's freaked out because he actually just likes her. Yes. And then when he leaves, instead of like actually having sex with her, she's thrown off, and now yes. she's crushing on Damone. Yeah. Okay, I know I don't want to get like too deep into the details of all this, but I do have to say that one of my favorite things about this movie is when she invites Rat back to her house. She's like, "I'm gonna change." And he unzips her dress for her and she puts on this robe. Like, what's this happening? This has yeah. never Hotel. happened. Yeah. <laughs> she invites him into her room. You know, she's sitting on the bed all sort of sexy-like and he's freaked out. And she's like, what do you want to do? And she's like, do you want to look at my photo album? <laughs> and he's like, okay. She gets a photo album and then she reads the cover, which says, photographs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And then she starts showing him the photo. 
photographs. But why does she read the cover? It's so good. It's so weird. It's and so it's so weird. perfect for how awkward they were. Well, and she's so 15. weird in this white little robe. It's so it's like, weird. It's so strange. Okay, and then we have Damone, who to me is like a low-rent Uncle Jesse, if Uncle Jesse oh, yeah. was in high school and was the town scalper and bookie. Also clearly like a 40-year-old man playing Yes, all of these people are way too yes. old. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. The whole time you're like, these well, people they need are probably to be old to like... if we're going to see their tits. Right. Yeah. Like they can't. Yeah. yeah. But I, it did also take me back to the days. Remember, you used to have to go to like Marshall Fields and wait in yes. line to buy tickets Rose to Rutgers shit. man. Yes. Wild. Anyway, Damone has a lot of retrograde theories about women and the way to get chicks. He says the way to get chicks is to act like you don't care if she comes or stays. Uh, it's like, all right, buddy. And there's lots of shots of Damone like looking at women and women looking yeah. back at him because yeah. he's so hot. Ugh. Anyway, of course, when it's time for him to actually fuck Stacy, he does a terrible job. Lasts about three seconds. He comes immediately. And then he's like, didn't you feel it? She's like, Ugh. she's like, I like, she's like, I think so. Yeah, and then he feels guilty, of course, because this is his friend's lady that you know his friend was really into, and so then he treats Stacy like shit, so he can deal with his own emotions. And then Stacy's like, BT Dubs, I'm pregnant. Can I have half the money for the abortion in a ride? He's like, sure. And then he fails at that too. Yep. Yes, yeah. I will say that that scene also made me really sad though, because he did try to get the money, yeah. but instead of being like a man, which yeah. you know, again we're talking about a teenager, yeah. right? But instead of being like Look, I didn't get the money, but I'll right. at least give you a ride to the right. clinic. Or at right. least, like, I showed up with this amount of money. Right. I couldn't get half. Like, he could have done so many yeah. things to yes. make it better, and he just yeah. proved that he was terrible. Yeah. See, this is why I yeah. like this movie, though, because I do feel like it's sort of true. Roger oh, yeah. Ebert thinks it's a comedy. That's why he doesn't like it. I don't think it is a comedy. I, I think it's like a typical, like, high school story. So, yeah. like, there are highs and lows. Yes. And yeah. also, Roger Ebert wrote Valley of the Dolls. So, what the <laughs> hell? Actually, that actually is an excellent. Movie. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. excellent. But like excellent Valley title. of the Dolls—that's the best title you can come up with. We'll put AR, that on our list. Even though I respect, well, it's, I respect it's them, the dolls. The dolls are all the drugs. I know. I've read it's the book. So good. I've read the okay. book. It's okay. Sad. Okay. Anyway, then we have the most famous character. Yeah, Spicoli. Spicoli. Um, he's like the resident stoned sufferer guy, yep. and I love him because I actually think he's the most entertaining. Which I think I know yeah. infamously he is the most entertaining in the film, but. I guess I don't I didn't remember like how stoned he actually yes. looks in the film like his whole body his mannerisms yeah. like everything is so on top of yeah. like the like one point he like walks into class with a bagel in his pants and I was like <laughs> I fucking love this guy anyway he's played by Sean Penn mm-hmm. and his nemesis is the history teacher Mr. Hand um, and famously Spicoli orders a pizza to the classroom and Mr. Hand loses his shit yep. and he starts talking about whose time it is mm-hmm. who belongs there and who mm-hmm. doesn't belong there and what you can do at the time is such a great again I loved that part because because I feel like our children would 100% be like, Spicoli's right. That is what it is now. Like, because so Mr. Han is like, you know, this is my time. Spicoli's time is like, well, aren't I also here? So isn't this our time? And I was like, that is literally what Gen Z is saying. Yes. <laughs> but also, I totally identified as Mr. Han. Yeah. I was like, this kid would have flipping drove me wild. <laughs> I would have been like, get here on time. You're like, so. rules, rules, rules. Yeah. I'm like, come yeah. on. Was well, so it Mr. Spicoli um, on the night of graduation? The graduation party, Dance. dance. Um, Spicoli's getting ready to go to the party, and Mr. Hand shows up at his house, and mm-hmm. he's like, "You know, you've wasted my time. Mm-hmm. Let me take some time to make that up with you yeah. here in your house." Yes. 
And they go through this whole history lesson. Of course, Macaulay's like, and then that dude was like all beefing with that other dude. And then like at the end, they like all became friends. Like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> Proving he learned something. Yes. yes. And so Mr. Hand very proudly is like, okay, well, I'll let you go to your graduation dance. Yes. And then we get to see Spicoli like jump up on the stage and sing with the band. But that was great. And that was the end of the scene. And it was great. Yeah. And then, okay, we have a great person of color. Though I also have to say, Damone to me looks like a person of color. I yeah, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure about. It. I think he's meant to be Italian. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I mean, Damone maybe. I don't know. But we have Forrest Whitaker. First movie. Uh, so Forrest Whitaker. Cute. He's yes. so cute. Did you also notice Nicolas Cage? I think is in it too. Yes. What? Wait. Yes. There's, there's a part where he there's Nick like a Coppola. cheering. Right. They're cheering. Yeah. And they're at the football game. Where he's there's an some extra. Guy. He's an extra. He's like gets up off of his seat and he like cheers. And I was what? like, "That's Nicholas Cage." I think he also was flipping burgers when um, Old Boy got fired at uh, All American yeah. Burger. It's really yeah. small. It's like it's a real, real quick, like you blink, you miss it yeah. kind of thing. But then also yeah. uh, the two stoner buddies that hang out with Spicoli yeah. are Eric. One is Stoltz Anthony Edwards and Anthony Edwards. Yes, yeah. I was so just like, wild. I know those people. Anthony Edwards looked great with he that stoner so haircut. Yeah. He looked what great. He should get that back. What up? Anyway. Forrest Whitaker. Sit on his lap. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> no big deal. Um, he's the star football cl- player. He has a badass car. Spicoli goes on a joyride with Jefferson's brother, crashes the car, but then comes up with a brilliant idea to blame it on the rival football team. Which, yes. Brilliant. Yes. yes. Like, I was like, oh, shoot, this is yeah. how he dies. It yeah. motivates Jefferson to kill everyone on yeah. the football field. Yes. Yeah. And then we get to see a montage or like a almost a ballet sequence yeah. of him just like hitting yeah. people and everyone <laughs> yes. flipping over him. Yes. Or he's like jumping on top. Yes. It's very cute. It's fucking great. Yeah. Okay. So that's the people. That's the characters. I want to kick off. That's pretty much the movie. I want to kick off the discussion, though, about sex, obviously. and But with this quote that our boy Roger Ebert wrote about this movie okay and you'll see why okay so this is what roger ebert says about sex in this movie he's talking about stacy she's curious about sex so the script immediately turns her into a promiscuous sex machine who will go to bed with anybody and then her sexual experiences all turn out to have an unnecessary element of realism so that we have to see her humiliated disappointed and embarrassed whatever happened to upbeat sex Whatever happened to love and lust and romance and scenes where good looking kids had a little joy and excitement in life. There is a lot to unpack there. Wait, wait, Thank wait you've you. read this best line. Oh, the, the best part of that instead line instead is- of all this grungy, downbeat humiliation. <laughs> okay. There is so much to say about Obviously, that. Obviously, Roger Ebert never had sex as a high schooler. Obviously. You know I mean? Obviously. At, at least as a woman. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Okay, so I th- my interpretation was when she starts that job and she's talking with her good friend Phoebe Cates, she feels like at least this is how I saw it was oh my gosh Phoebe is so like she knows worldly. What she, she's worldly she's sexy she's, she's got a fiance she's yes. making sex seem like it's no big deal yes. blowjobs are no big deal yes. so I felt like she was trying to keep up with what she yes. thought she was supposed to do but then I would argue at the end we kind of figure out like. Phoebe doesn't know what she's talking about. I would argue yeah. Phoebe was a virgin, okay? Oh. 100%. Yeah. Because when they're cutting the baloney, yeah. and she's asking like how long yeah. it would take, yeah. and then Phoebe's kind of like pausing. 40 to 50 minutes. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you're puss. Yes. You're poor yeah. puss. Yeah. Like, get some ice packs, okay? Like, oh my God. But I just, I, like, obviously there. So I felt like... It was very real with, you know, remember like when you were younger and you were in high school and somebody would tell you something and Mm -hmm. you would just be like, oh, this is real. Like in our high school, we had the rumor that this girl 
used a hot dog to masturbate and it got stuck and then she didn't have it surgically removed. Course, everybody's yes, everybody's this, yeah, this some one, version of yeah. it. And I remember Tampons, telling my mom that my mom was like, gunners. that's impossible. You could just get it out yourself. You could just reach up and get it. And I was just like, <laughs> what? So, you know, like there's Your just mom's so many. like, I could just put a fist She's right like, yeah, in it. Do you guys not <laughs> know about the cervix? <laughs> Lock shit up. <laughs> you just put your hands in there, and move it around. You can use it. You know, as a when pocket. you were born, I had you as a whole human and two other hands. And yes, like, well, actually, I was an emergency C-section. Oh, sorry, so that's oh, a brag, okay. and that's okay. a brag. Didn't go out that way. Hey, <laughs> I actually kicked my way out. You know, coming out of my mother, no big deal. But no, I just thought it was really interesting that the movie portrays sex very real and yes, like yes. sexual experiences incredibly realistic yes. and like it in, in no way did I feel like sex was even um like if I had been in high school and watched this movie I 100% would have been like oh no thanks you know what I mean like I'll, I'm good you know I yeah. definitely watched it as like a young person though I must have been about because it, it came out in 82 which would have made yeah. me like not quite 10. Um, so I know I, I watched it as a teenager and I definitely probably was having sex because I started having sex. Like, Word. Probably close to 16. Yeah, I was a real late bloomer. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I will say know. that I also found sex very disappointing, but I liked it. I didn't care actually. You know, it's like one of those things where I was like, well, if this is what it is, it's then it's fine. Like I like it. I yeah. just like having people yeah. touching me and like wanting yeah. to be with me. Uh, the hardest thing about the scenes that I found and that was like, I don't think I understood when I watched the movie, but now as an adult, I look back at my sexual history, and this is sort of going to sound really like womp womp womp. But um, I just like had every time I would fuck someone, it would be like then they acted like I didn't exist. Yep, and that crushed me. Now yeah. as like a forty-nine-year-old woman, that I would like ever let a man touch me and then like act like he did not fuck me. Yeah, but it, I mean, I definitely in high school had men tell me or boys, Ugh. boys, children, if you will, say like. I don't want anyone to know that we're like hooking up and I would still well, fucking, does I would still to, fucking do it. Damone yeah. does that to Stacy. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like that whole scene really ate up my heart last yeah. night a little bit for that. I mean, you were also me, thinking about little Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. Little, exactly. You know. I mean, for me reading Ebert's quote, I was like, oh, okay, like this movie was directed by a woman and you can tell that it was, it was directed by Amy Heckerling yep. of uh, clueless fame. And I'm like, this unnecessary element of realism. Yeah. I'm like, I think this is actually very important for women to see that yeah. this is how fucking men, boys. I mean, I did not find either of those sex scenes where she gets laid to be inaccurate at all. At right. all. To at any all. Yeah. experience in my fucking years as a sexual person, I was like, yep. <laughs> I would also say that the thing that I think was happening in the 80s, just like because we've been revisiting so many movies, mm -hmm. is that there was like a, an idea of like spectacular filmmaking, right? Yeah. Like where you have these people that can't be real and they're not really touched. This is a very like, you know these people. You've yeah. met these people. Except for Spicoli. I've never met a Spicoli like that. But, you know, um, I think the storytelling starts to shift from like dreamy movie magic to like movies start to get more and more gritty, mm -hmm. more and more real. Like you start to read more about people who actually are living in this world, mm -hmm. you know, versus like a big movie star you know also and she has change. to pay the price well and this is awful I don't want to say it like this but 
shit on abortion and mm-hmm. they say the word abortion yeah and they are very clear mm-hmm. uh, there's no like did she did she not like yeah. like how unlike this- fame last week we saw fame and the girl who gets an abortion in fame is just crying yeah and the only mm-hmm. reference to the fact that it's an abortion is a nurse says will that be charge or credit or cash yeah. oh yeah. my god yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like let's normalize abortions because it happens but also um like I think it depends on the person. It could be a big deal. It could not be a big deal. But it like it didn't ruin her life. And I thought it was awesome that her brother didn't judge her. Her brother was there for her. And if anything, her like her brother tried to put on airs like I'm such a cool guy. But at the end of the day, was like a really good guy. Yeah, kind of super sweetheart. Only he was good so guy. hot in that moment. I would also yeah. say um, if I could get, just do a shout out to Planned Parenthood who yeah. who helped me facilitate my abortion. Uh, thank you, Planned Parenthood, for being there. And I really you know changed my life. It made my life much better. I think I would be a I would actually think that today I would be dead like yeah. I would not even exist in this world without that happening and I think it's really important for people to understand that it's not your fucking story yeah. <laughs> right it's not your story everyone should have a judge Reinhold attitude yes. like he was so great so in the scene he drops off, off his sister in a bowling alley. Well, first of all, thinking, Damone ditches her. He's supposed yes. to yeah. pick her up. Right. And then she's like, Brad, can you drop me off? Right. And he thinks he's dropping him off, her off at a bowling alley. Uh-huh. And as he drives away, he looks in his rearview mirror mm-hmm. and he sees his sisters crossing the street. Mm-hmm. So he flips the car around and she goes into her appointment and he understands where he's at. And he just waits outside yeah. for her, which I think mm-hmm. is so fucking great. Because also he was going on this day. He yeah. didn't have to do this, you yeah. know? Yeah. So he goes back and she comes out and she's like, like, oh no, you know, and they have this conversation. And the best part was, he was like, who's the father of the baby? And she doesn't want to say. And he said, you know what? It's cool. Yeah. You, you got to keep your secrets. Because you know what? None of your fucking business, yep. Brad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It isn't. And I love that he like did that without judgment, without any kind of conflict, without any kind of like. Yeah. There was no shame. Yeah. There it's was so no. Cute. There's no, I'm going to tell mom. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. no threat of that. Also, yeah. it killed me because, you know, she has to leave. And like she almost doesn't get to leave because no one's there for her. Right. And if anything, like she did just have a medical procedure. So she should have somebody there with, for her. So the fact that he was there, I was like, oh, my God, like this is really sweet. It was sweet. It was sweet. And I think to handle the topic of abortion is really funny to me. Yeah. Because I know that people try to care, like handle the, the topic with care. But the fact is, is that women have to do it. Like yep. there are women who do it, right? And need to for whatever reason. And it really isn't, there. like it isn't anyone's business. I don't know why it has to be part of our storytelling in, in terms of like, you know, be careful about what you say or what you do or how you handle it. And I think that if anyone's ever like, how am I gonna handle my sister's abortion? I think you should watch this scene. Yeah. <laughs> Because you don't have to handle it because it's not yours. Yeah. Because I I see what you're saying and I totally respect it. But I also feel like we're still living in a time where, like, oh, my gosh, the amount of people who are making decisions over women's bodies, which, you know, we all know they shouldn't be. But they'll say things like a lot of these men don't realize women have multiple holes down there. Like some of those (laughs) men think we're urinating and having children out of the same hole. And I'm just like, if you can't point to the clitoris and know what that is. You shouldn't be allowed any, you know what I mean? Like a hundred percent. There's also that whole, I, you know, speaking about men who don't fucking know shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was like, you know, I, I, we've talked about this, I think on this, the, the podcast, but you know, I had a, a pretty abusive relationship 
And I had not talked about it for years until a politician was running for um, office and the news was just repeating what he said, which was like, your body would know whether or not it's been raped because then it'll abort itself. Yes. Do you remember yes. that? I was the body on, has ways of taking care of itself. Yes. If yeah. you were raped, you your body would just automatically abort the baby. And um, I was on the blue line and coming back, it had been like, I mean, almost like 15 years or you know, long, it had been a long time yeah. since I even thought about it, you know, really. And I had to get off the train and like just like full on panic attack, like, <gasps> and I couldn't figure out what was going on with me. And then I was like, oh shit, it's time to tell someone, you know? Yeah. And um, that, the, the idiot, like the idiotic kind of um, mental math that these people do to like say like people shouldn't have them is insane and i don't really like all it does is create range a rage for me right yeah now. so like right now i'm just feeling like rage i don't yeah. even like have anything to say i'm just like ah! yeah no no respect because if the body is gonna like the body obviously doesn't have ways of expelling things that shouldn't be there like that's not real but the body does have a heck of a way of reminding you of your past traumas that's at true. the weirdest times yeah so you know i've been that person crying on the train before so cry it out girl yeah. cry it out but also like i really did i love that moment between brother and sister and again he didn't make it about him and it's crazy because it wasn't written by Amy. Like Cameron Crowe wrote yeah, the yeah. movie, so and I'm I don't hate Cameron Crowe. Like if anything, I think he's pretty good at writing roles for women. Because like let's be real, there's a lot of movie makers where very one dimensional female characters. Yeah. But in in a way, everybody in this movie is sort of one noted. You know, like the liar, the slut, quote unquote the slut. You know, but. But I felt like it worked. Like, I didn't think it was boring. I thought it was interesting to see their journey. But it also, I, I think it was such a great time capsule of the early 80s. Like, well, yeah. and abortion would have been a, like a very like hot topic and taboo. And, yeah. and I yeah. do think I noted the fact that like Stacy's very matter of fact about this abortion. Like yep. she's already set it up when she tells Damone she needs the money and a ride. Like she gets the abortion. She's not like we don't see her like emotional. We don't see like, you know, this huge drama. And I do think like in a sense that really like does a service to yeah. women. Right. Like, you know, not that like all abortions are easy and mean nothing and, you know, whatever. Right. But like they don't frame it as like Stacy's life is ruined because yeah. she's yes. had yeah. this abortion or Stacy is going to be traumatized because this happened to her. Like it's just a part of her life and her life moves on. Right. Yep. And she gets to graduate high school. Yeah. Like she had this abortion. She's going to graduate high school. Oh, well, as technically, to like, she's going to be a sophomore. Next. I was going to say I think she was either a sophomore <laughs> yeah. that year. Yeah. yeah. She's got a couple years but left. at least yeah. she doesn't have a four-year-old at senior year yeah. right yep. like, that's yeah. the whole other thing yeah um but you when you're talking about the characters i do think that's one thing that i'm kind of seeing a lot in the 80s movies we watch is that it's a lot of like kind of these characters milling about and like having a more of a slice of life mm -hmm. moment yeah. as opposed to like a full plot story mm -hmm. um and so i do i did like it that way like i was like definitely those classifications of people mm -hmm. I understood and I definitely as like a teenager understood that that was a world that existed yeah. mm -hmm. but I also okay so Adrian says this a lot Ooh. which is like she's always talking about how she watches movies or like reads books and she's like that's how my life is gonna be you know where I'm always like that's not any way that my life is gonna be that is untrue about the dances in this movie <laughs> 
<laughs> so I always thought dances and parties were going to be like the way that they are in movies. And um, they never are. No, never. When are. you're a teenager and you go to a dance, everyone's just in the corner talking the to their friends. It's the yeah. most uncomfortable thing yes. ever. And I did think that that part of the film, I was like, oh, I guess maybe I'm wrong in that world. <laughs> like, it's just like a place I can't. See, I identify with both of you because there were so many movies where, like, you know, reading, you know, Sweet Valley Hot or uh-huh. Sweet Valley Twins when I was a kid, like, oh my God, am I a Jessica? Or, I know right. Our origins. Yes, Shout know? out to our, our origins. origins. You know it. Like, oh, loved all of those. But I also, you know, I'm a pretty realistic person. And there are definitely times when, you know, like our my, the high school parties I went to were for the drama club. Like, <laughs> nobody, you know, drama nerd. Some of, can be some of the biggest freaks in school. Oh, that's a hundred percent. And banned. Smoked yeah. my first clove cigarette. Oh, what? Loved the clove cigarettes. But like, I didn't drink. I didn't, you know, like I wasn't doing drugs. Like I was a real nerd. But I was in love with a lot of gay men. You know, yeah, well, I, I mean, still am. I was like, follow same. the path. It's yeah. literally, you know, all the words of Phantom of the Opera, and yeah. you think I'm beautiful just yeah. the way I am. Done and done. Like, come on, come but on. What did you guys know about sex and pregnancy? And I, you know, and Elizabeth, especially you, because you have daughters, and I'd love to know what you told them. Because what I knew, like, right? So I'm growing up. I'm watching the fucking growing pains. I'm watching Family Ties. Like, I'm, and I feel like there were, you know, very special episodes that were geared towards this. And so, like, my full understanding was like, getting pregnant would be the worst thing that could ever happen to me ever, and it was my job to ensure that that did not happen to me. And like, my and both of my parents were high school teachers, so I should say that too. And and so they were like, you know, presumably had seen some girls in high school pregnant. And so it was like drilled into me. Like this yeah. is like would cannot happen to you ever. Like how do you was did you guys grow up that way? Like how yeah, do you handle I, it with your daughters? My mother never talked to me about sex. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, she didn't tell me about my period. So that was a real big surprise Ooh. for me. <laughs> Wait, it was. She never told you that I, I'm interested now because I saw yeah. um Are You There, God? It's so me, Margaret. Good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, I saw it last Judy yesterday. Blue. Yeah, same. Um so I'm like, "Wait, you sh- you were just bleeding out your crotch and had no idea?" We're going to get personal. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get me. personal. Don't Give ruin this oh, for me. This is the moment. <laughs> yes. This is the first this is moment. Just, this is just embarrassing for my mother. Um, my mother and my father had a canopy waterbed that was made out of wood and it had like a mirrored Fuck yeah, it ceiling. Did. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like laying on my mom's waterbed talking to my best friend on the phone and I'm like moving my legs up and like open and closing. And I noticed that my underwear had something on it. Uh, and I was like, oh no, that's weird. And it was also brown, like in my like lady yeah. area. So uh-huh. I was like, how do I have anything brown on my like lady area? Uh-huh. So I took off my underwear, I threw it into the like the washing yeah. machine, changed my underwear. Same thing happened again. Yeah. Like just seconds later. Yeah. And how I'm old like, are you? At this point, I'm probably eighth grade, okay. maybe seventh grade. Oh, a late bloomer. Yeah. Uh, well, I think eighth grade is like what, 12? No, 11? no, 14. I was, six, I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Oh, no. Then I get it, it when was, I was, then was 12. It was, then it was probably closer to fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. I was probably like 10 or 11. Okay. Um, because my mother was super shocked because she didn't have hers till her 17th birthday, I think. Yeah. She was like late. Um, so, anyways, I'm on this bed and like it's happening. So, I'm just like taking off my underwear, throwing in the wash, taking off my underwear. And then at some point, I started to feel like very shamed about it. Right. Because you're like, what's happening? Yeah. So I started throwing my underwear into the trash. Uh And I'm just like, I'm going to go to bed. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I can't call my mom because this is the generation that's like, do not fucking call me unless you're dying. And I didn't think I was dying. I just didn't know what was happening. Uh So I go to bed and my mother comes in and I'm asleep. And she like shakes me and she's like, Risa, 
Risa, wake up. Risa, wake up. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, are you bleeding? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, where? And I just point to my puss and I just start crying. <laughs> Oh. And I'm just like tears. Like I felt like I did something wrong. Oh. That like something was wrong with me. You needed Judy Blue for <laughs> real. Oh. And my mom was like, "No, oh no, this is your period." Oh. And like it never occurred to me because I saw the pads in our like house, but uh -huh. I just like wasn't my business. <laughs> well, right, because she didn't tell you. Yeah. yeah, and so I just like didn't know. And then I'm just like crying. You crying. didn't yeah. see the Cosby Show episode where Claire takes Vanessa out for her very special day because she got her period. <laughs> I probably, I, was say, I probably did see it, you know. but I don't know if I necessarily connect, yeah. connected the dots, uh -huh. you know? I'm just like, something, something brown is coming out of my right. vagina. Yeah. Um, and it is brown at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, because mine was too. Sometimes and like you're, end. Yeah. But like you're expecting you're having like, right. even if you're told what it is, like... Right, you're expecting... Yeah. When, so when my kids, you know, started, they were around the age, they were very aware of periods and mm -hmm. the way that that happened was uh v had said to me at one point i was at a at like a friend's house she's like oh mom mom can i get a tampax i want a tampax really bad and i was like what and i go do you know what a tampax is and she said oh there's these bright satin skirts that you twirl around she wanted a tutu <laughs> there was a tampax commercial where like these ladies oh. were dancing of course because uh, once you okay. have your tampon yeah, yeah, in you yeah, can yeah, be free you're always dancing yeah. you can be free um, and like then I had to yeah swimming. you could do all sorts of things and then I turned to Violet and I was like I hate to tell you this but um, one day you're going to get to an age where you are going to start to menstruate and she's like what is that and I was like that is not the word you use I did use menstruate and then she goes what does that mean and I go well you're going to bleed from your hoo-hoo yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's, and so, um, anyways, at that point, I think I got her book on like puberty and sex. And then I yeah. also got Zia book at some point for puberty and yeah. sex. And we just like never really talked about it after that. I was like, I'm here to answer any questions. Read Wait, this you book. didn't what would you tell them about like protecting themselves against an unwanted pregnancy? Oh, that was, I That's mean. That's how they phrased it to me as a child. I, the, the books really, I mean, these books all covered it. And they knew that I was a big proponent of Did you know she read control. the book? Yeah. Mm hmm Okay. No, they read. They read it. Uh -huh. you know. um, and then I was like, I'm here for any questions you have. And, uh -huh. you know, they never, I think they were too embarrassed. Can I tell you how I'm keeping my son from impregnating people? <laughs> I gave him a book too. Yeah, she did. He was, that. yes. But he loved it. <laughs> he, he does. Um, she did. He was like only like, Nine or ten? I mean, he was young enough, and like he was like, "Holy shit!" And yeah, you're well, like, cause you had some he had some questions about. He did. I think it was a Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love. But he went to some sex ed at his school, you know, and um, they told him that the age of consent in our town, which is Evanston, not a suburb. <laughs> anyway, they told him the age of consent was seventeen. And that's, you know, legally. He has some questions about how they enforce that, you know, with the police and whatever. But he also still truly believes that he's got to keep it locked up till he's 17. And you know what? I just keep drilling it in. I'm like, that's yep. exactly right. <laughs> 17. Because I'm like, this dude is not prepared <laughs> to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the only time that they that they ever asked me about protection is once um, Violet had asked me about uh, whether or not... Um, what I thought she was like, what do you think about abortion? And I said, I, well, I don't think about abortion. I always use birth control. Uh -huh. And so th then he was like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. So both of them were like willing to get onto birth control very early. Yeah. 
yeah and yeah. it was like that's just awesome. tell, yeah just tell me that when you want that you don't have to give me any right details just be like about i have life. a pimple yeah. i have right. a pimple let's get you on the pill yes exactly yeah. exactly yeah. that's exactly yeah. what so the pill helps so many other things as well like yeah. i'm someone who gets raging cramps and when i was on the pill oof it turned them way down and i was like holla at your girl you should get an iud because they don't have that's what yeah, we love that's what we love <gasps> what uh how did your mom tell you about sex you know i grew up in a uh born again christian household i didn't so, know that yeah i've known you for like a decade yes. i didn't know that yes. wait is your family still um you know like when i was growing up i would go to like a church youth group and i heard more about sex there but my mom of course was always, you did those oh, christians oh yeah those rascally christians. like just you know you gotta save it for marriage save <laughs> it for marriage and i was already like i'm saving it for marriage but like i i also didn't date <laughs> you know what i mean so like nobody was asking but like <laughs> For, like, my mom, though, like, she would talk about it. But also, like, I like I also would hear stories about I have aunts. And, like, basically the first time my aunt had sex, she got pregnant. And so I, yeah. I heard that growing up. So yeah, and my, that's a tough my, one. I also knew my dad was a rascal. Like, he went to prom seven times. He had six <laughs> sisters. The sisters would set him up with friends. So I knew my dad got around. And I, I don't know, like, because of the church thing and because of, you know, my beliefs and my faith. And I was like, I'm saving myself. But then, like, as I didn't date, <laughs> I just continued not to date. I was like, oh, um, I guess I want to try this. You right. know? So I was a late bloomer. But then but also I didn't really have any opportunities. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But also, um, even now as an adult, like I just got out of a relationship and I had like my I skipped a month for my period. So I had a pregnancy scare and mm -hmm. I was just like, what the hell? And I was and we were using protection. So I was freaking out. But um, but I also wonder how much of that is just, you know, oh, fuck, I'm having sex and now it's on the table. But I'm also older. Mm -hmm. So I'm also like. And I also um, had spent a few days with my sister and her kids, and I love those children. I would take a bullet for him, but it really um, cemented, um, yeah, this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I love to sleep in in the morning, and children don't. No. Yeah. So I will be number one aunt in the world. But um, yeah. 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 But it, yeah, it's it's amazing how you know. Like, my mom was always very honest with me. Like, I knew to wear deodorant because my mom was like, you smell. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're going to do this. Like, mm -hmm. I fought getting a bra because I was one of the first girls. Mm -hmm. But I got a bra in fifth grade. And I would wear sweaters in the summer to hide it. And you were the tall girl. And I was, are you there, guys? I was me, literally, like, I identified with her so much. Mm -hmm. I don't think people were talking shit about me because I think they all knew, like, oh, girl, she, she ain't having sex with nobody. But, like, <laughs> I had giant boobs. I was 5'9 when I was 12. Yeah. Like, sixth grade. Yeah. I was five nine and i i look back and i'm like i was like if i could go back in time i would not kill baby hitler i know that's terrible but i'm not doing it i'm going to go back and talk to myself and be like you weren't fat like you weren't right. fat like you weren't fat that's every yeah, woman yeah yes. i think that's so real did you um when you had sex for the first time were you like this is this really sucked or were, how, how did you feel I literally asked him, are you in me? So I didn't know. So, and he was Irish and he was like, Amy, you never say that to a man. Oh and, shit. Yeah. W was he just like, it was not an impressive like, dick? He actually had a beautiful penis. Uh -huh. And like, I really did. I, I Wait, still, was he in you? He was. Oh. <laughs> but it, it was, I think it was just like, you know, people talk about how it's painful and it's this and it's that. And none of those things happen. Right. It wasn't so, painful for me for the first time. Well, it's funny because um, 
Well, no, that's a little too much details. It's offline. never too much. Offline. It's never offline. Too much. Yes, I was going to say, because um, I'm ready to talk about how this guy fingered me to death. <laughs> and then we, yeah, that and then, be, then sex only lasted there. for like yeah. a second. I was like, painful. this is, the worst part is, I think we've talked about this. Our first boys were like Jason, both named Jason and both, we lost our virginity on our waterbeds. <laughs> Right. Love True. Yes. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a memory. I know um, water bed in, in true. Yeah. So like, I, as I explained, there's like the, the mirrored part of yeah. my mother's water bed. And that's where I lost my virginity. And so I, I got to you like, say this on the podcast. I know she's well, never, never going to find it, to it. But like, what if she did? I mean, like, that she's it, definitely not interested in your in own room. <laughs> it was, it was the water bed was was much more large. It was larger because I had I had a, a you know a twin, a twin bed. bed. Yeah, yeah, do it. You're supposed yes. to fuck in a twin bed. That's what you're supposed Anyways, to do. Anyways, I didn't have the rules of fucking for the first time. <laughs> no. I'm just, just saying, like so, we doing it. Let's do yes, it. Listen, so we were like on the bed, and he's like rocking and rolling with his fingers, and then like I'm looking like I'm on my back, so I can see my face, of course. And he's like looking down at me, or he's like on top of me, so I can see his butt. And um, the disappointment. Of looking at my own face, <laughs> it's like like just the disappointment and seeing my own face be yes. like, that's what it was. Yes. Like yeah. this is what everyone's crazy about. Yeah. Yeah. Made me really really sad. It still makes me sad today when I think about what I look like in that mirror. Uh, <laughs> you know, you guys, I really do want to take a second to shout out my high school boyfriend Jason. <laughs> if you're listening to this, um, Jason was a very, you know, lovely lover. Oh, and Go it, he was like a great guy. And great at the sex, and we fucked for a few years. And like, I think, you know, the sex that I had post my divorce was much worse than all the sex I had <laughs> oh, leading no. up to it. Yeah, I would say literally the adult sex I'm having with adult men is worse than like this guy who was like, you know, 17, 18 years old. And like, you know, because the thing is, is what I see, and Amy, you tell me if you see this in the dating world, is just that like men just like if they don't care about you, they don't give a shit. They're not giving it any effort. They're they're demone, you know? Yeah. You've taken off your clothes, they've entered yeah. you, they've came, and then you're yeah. like, well, wow, okay. They're now they're leaving. Because that's the <laughs> other thing. Demone sort of like almost shames her. He's yeah. like, I gotta go, Stacy. I gotta go. And then he keeps telling Rat and other people that Stacy was a very aggressive girl. Yes. I mean, like, he's, like, that shit is fucked, but that is still how men behave today. But my high school boyfriend, Jason, when we fucked on his waterbed to R. <laughs> Kelly's down low, on repeat, he was a great guy. You're a great guy, Jason. Do you think the difference might be to, like, when kids, when they're, like, you're younger, it, there's this whole, like, curiosity thing. Like, you're willing to kind of push a little bit of boundaries and see, like, what feels good and what doesn't. Whereas, like, older men are kind of like, I know exactly where I need to do and, like, get out. For themselves? Yes, that's what I mean. For themselves, I don't. I think that men who are single and walking around fucking people right now that are in their, like, 30s and 40s have huge holes in their hearts. <laughs> I do. The ones I meet, I do. Because I think that, like, I could never treat people, just even people I meet at a gas station, the way that some men think it is appropriate to behave. And I hate to be like, oh, Adrian's the man hater on this podcast, which I clearly am. I'm with you. I know. But I, I don't like that being like the general vibe because I'm raising somebody who will be a man and like I also want to have hope for myself that I'm gonna meet like a nice guy but I really do think that like I think a lot of people need to do better yeah they need to do better yeah I mean my high school boyfriend was invested in pleasing me 
That's that's um, that's amazing. Yeah. And also, like, who raised him? Yeah. That's amazing. That's what I'm saying. The sex I had that was like Stacy's sex yeah. has been post my divorce, like in my 30s till now. Yeah. 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 Which is a real bummer, guys. Yeah. It is a real yeah. bummer. I'm really yeah. sad. But I also think, too, like, better to me? have it shitty first. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then, yeah, like, I'm really torn because I feel too it, it's dependent on who I'm with. Like, and there's definitely been the dudes that I've met that I'm just like, we both know what we both want. But yeah, it's always been so terrible. Yeah. Cause like my, like the, the Irish guy that I lost my virginity to, like he actually was like, when things were good, things were good and it got better. And like he, you know, turned out to be a shithead, but you know, in the moment he wasn't. But um, yeah, some of my, uh, it, I just, I'm with you. Like, I'd personally, like, I don't hate men. I'm hopeful. But I'm also time and time again just really disappointed. Mm -hmm. And, like, you guys, like, come on, do better. Because also, um, I just read somewhere, too, um, you know, like, the you know, the crazy political people that are so anti-abortion and anti-female pleasure and anti-just women. Um you know, they're also pro, like, procreate, procreate, procreate. Mm -hmm. There's, like, s studies that have proven that when a woman orgasms, it actually helps insemination. Oh, I'm sure. So, like, by design, God created this woman's body to feel pleasure. Mm -hmm. So you're denying God, technically, okay, <laughs> by not pleasing the I agree. woman. I agree. So, Amy for president. Yeah. So, um Learn how to use your dicks, folks. Well, it's you know? amazing because it's right there on your phone. Like they can literally. literally look it up, and they can literally look up women talking about. Yeah, you but know. the other thing, you don't even have to do that. You can just be like, "Do you like this? Yes, like, exactly. Is this going well." But yes. I'm just saying, like, that's just check sexy. In. The yeah. I'm just saying the education. Yeah, you at can this find point anything. Is so easy you to know, get. Yeah, right. Like you thing. don't need a lot. My kid had found porn. I think by the time he was like nine. Oh. I mean, but that this that's it's, normal. It's they do. Yeah. The conversation I had with him was really like about like the reason that you shouldn't engage with this is because this is not what anyone actually yeah. wants to do yes. in real life. And so if you put all of this into your brain, then by the time you get to actually like taking your clothes off with somebody, you're going to be so fucked because you're going to be like, I'm going to fucking smack her. I'm going to choke her. I'm going to come yeah. on her face. I'm going to pull her hair. And I'm like, it totally precludes you from having like any sort of like actual connection yes. with like another person. And, you and know, also like, thank you, Amy Hegerling for showing us women having disappointing sex. Yes. And uh, like Roger Eber, I did love you, but like I told him bad read like, on his part. Yeah, like he's you didn't dude. get it. Yeah. But then also, thank you for telling me you were a virgin for as long as I was. Yeah. But because I'm a woman, I'm like, yeah, that's how it really is, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it like let's celebrate bad sex. Well not celebrate it, like, you know. <laughs> but tell women it happens. But, right, but happens, tell them it happens. Sure. But also, yeah, like the porn industry is literally teaching people nothing. And yeah. it is really sexy and hot, like when in the moment when you're like, yo, I like that. Yes. I yeah. do not like yes. that. Yeah, yeah, that's why out Outlanders, one of the greatest TV shows uh, ever. Happened. Oh my but God! Yes, where she's quickly. teaching him how to uh, fuck her. It's so you guys, uh, so him. It's, it's just yes. a series. Oh, now our podcast yes. is just us all getting overheated. Sorry, I just so hot. I can feel the so smoke hot. coming out of my puss. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> in, in talking to like the different genders too about sex, one of the things I remember saying to Violet, and this is definitely based on my sexual experience, was, um. I, I, I said to both, actually not to just file both kids, but that's that I think that they should 
really enjoy sex yeah. and I want them to love it. And if they have questions to like come to me or like look it up or whatever. But I was like, the one thing I'm asking you guys to do and that I think you really need to take to heart is never have sex to prove anything. Yes. Yeah. That's good only advice. Have, yeah. Like only because I feel like I spent so much time um, feeling like somehow I was being justified as a person or that I existed as a person or that somebody might care about me just because I slept with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every time it was disappointing for me and for them. Mm-hmm. And so um, I thought it was really important to be like, you should be able to be a slut, but yeah. also have self-respect and I don't think that that was a conversation necessarily happening when we were all kids right yeah oh yeah yeah I think either you're like a hooker or not (laughs) well that's the thing too like there's a part of me where I really respect Jennifer Jason Lee's character because like she does keep trying she keeps getting back up on that horse (laughs) but I also feel like she's also competing with like an idea that doesn't exist because Phoebe Cates lied to her but at the same time, too, like the fast times, like it's so funny. Like, I and like it was literally the night I watched it, I was like, oh no, I understand the title. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was a virgin for a very long time, just like Roger Ebert, you know? So, you know, I yeah. found that a lot of my friends didn't have sex until they were way into adulthood. Like, yeah. I really, I think I'm probably the one of the youngest people that I yeah. think. Um, and my friend groups, I'm which 16. is surprising. Yeah, Ooh, I'm 16, mm-hmm. going on 17. Yeah. Yeah, I will I say love it. the thing that um, I really identified with Stacy about her, like, and that also bummed me out was when it, you know, it's at the end. They're at the pizza place. She's doing her job, and she's like, you know, I think I'm gonna like stop having sex. It's not about sex. It's, I'm gonna focus on like romance and relationships. And I was like, fuck. You know, I agree with this line of thinking. This is what I do. If something doesn't work out, I make a big shift and I'm like, this will be the thing that works out. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it, Stacy. More disappointment on the way. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't even focus on romance. Focus on how the man is treating you or how your partner is treating you and like whether yeah. or not you want to be with that person. Because sometimes yeah. like you meet someone like that's another thing I hate when dudes are like, well, I'm a nice guy. Uh, I feel like if you're telling me you're a nice guy, you are not a no. nice guy. But also, uh, let's be real. There are a lot of people who are just you know like ooh, they get an idea of what they want the hot person the hot whatever and, and like and let's be real if i lined up all the men i've been attracted to in the last like year there is no rhyme or reason to it mm-hmm. so it's just you know what floats your boat what floats your boat you know like i mean how would you define somebody that you think is like a nice guy like ugh. i think that's a hard one right because i think sometimes it has to also do with like chemistry and the way that yes. the two of you move in the yeah. world together um so it's hard to be like i would want these things in a man like there's certain things right like i want yeah. him to be not be a dick and i definitely want him not to talk shit about women and things like that <laughs> but, but like it's i think it's hard to define sometimes what that looks like yeah. for every person and i don't know that anyone who's like going around going I'm a really nice guy is actually understands what that means at yeah, all. Yeah, no. And also, like, it, I'm going to be real. Like, um, my last first date, like, after the first date, I was like, I really dig this dude. And literally, because I could tell that he'd been to counseling and, like, had oh, done some self-reflection. That. Sexy, sexy. And that, that was, was sexy nice as hell. And this man was, like, six inches shorter than me. And, it, like, you both know, for the audio people, I'm six feet tall, so my height has always been a blocker. There's something, like, I have dated men in the past who are shorter than me, but there are a lot of dudes that get really hung up on it. And he wasn't. And that was sexy. And he... He, you know, like, like I would tell him something about myself and like he was interested and he, he wanted to know more. And I noticed that we were having an actual conversation. There was mm-hmm. a balance. And literally, as I was talking to him, like, 
I was getting turned on like yeah. more and more and more because I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy really like he sees me like he's listening to what I'm saying. And like that's another thing like other I've been in so many almost relationships or I've dated men in the past where I tell them something and they don't remember or I tell them and they're like, I could tell that they're like, we're not connecting in mm-hmm. any way. Like, and sometimes too, it's not even about, um, oh, he's into Star Wars and I hate Star Wars. No, I'm not talking about that. It's just like, or even just like beliefs, you know, like, I'm sorry, I'm on the, I'm on the apps. Or I'm about to go back on the apps. I, I will not date someone who's conservative. Like it's not going to yeah. happen. Like if you don't believe that I should have body on autom- uh, autonomy, you know, no, it's never going to yeah. work out. And like I, I just I, I I truly don't understand women who can fuck dudes who don't believe that they should have the right over their own bodies. Like I don't get it's it. So weird. It's so weird to me. And like I, I get it. Like that guy might be great, but like. No. Well, I think what you're talking about is like a core belief system. And a yes. core belief system is very important in order for any relationship to move forward. I think like, um, here's here's what I think some men get tripped up on, is that when we ask you to listen, when we're asking men to listen, yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean like, listen to what I'm saying and do what I want you to do. It's, it is listen to what our concerns are yeah, and the way that we feel like we need to navigate through those concerns and have empathy. Yes. Right. And I think that that's, it can get so black and white with men sometimes they're just so black and white. Like, well, you told me to do it this way. And it's like, no, I didn't, I wasn't instructing you. I'm not your fucking mom, (laughs) you know, but I am trying to tell you that I am hurting in a certain way or I have certain needs. And these are the ways that I think will help me be able to move forward. It may be different for you, but if you're listening, you'll get that. Yeah. And they're just not. And sometimes, too, it's like that listening <laughs> to, um, like, react. Or it's even like, okay, I'm about to vent. And I just need you to listen to me vent. And then we don't even have to talk about it. I just need to vent. And sometimes, you know, it, I don't know. Like, it, it's just, it's amazing as I get older and I'm like, man, like, some people just don't get it. And even, like, some friendships, you know. Like, let's be real. We all have, like, friends that were like, oh, I know to talk to this person about X, Y, through Z. I know not to talk about this with certain people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And yeah. I don't know, like with my mate, like like I'm looking for a, like a partner, like partner in crime, like we are equals. It isn't, you know, uh, I, like gender roles, schmender roles, like I, I hate it. Um, I'm also, I know that I'm not the, you know, the girliest of women. So I kind of love this, you know, gender is fluid and it's a spectrum. And like, cause I know like, yes, I identify as female, and yes, I'm looking for a man who identifies as a man, but know that I'm cool if you want to do my laundry. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm cool if you want to come over and like clean my house for me because I hate cleaning. You know what I mean? And also, like, I don't mind, you know, if you're sick, doing that for you. You know what I mean? Like, I, like again, like it's a partnership. It's, <laughs> like, you know, like, if you're sick, if, if you're sick, if you're sick, if I you, will come to is she going to change a tire? Yeah. yeah. Right. If you're yeah. ill, I will also do your But laundry. also, like, I, I remember, like, driving. Like, I was driving me, my ex-boyfriend, and he, it's so funny because, like, uh, you know, he was very forward thinking, but he was like, yeah, like, I have to admit, it kind of bothers me that you're driving. Oh God! Like, what? But like, that was also the last time we saw each other, so you know, no big deal. But, um, 
but he also was a ter- it was really the car it yeah just- he was also a terrible driver he once like blew a red light we almost got hit by a car yeah. like so i was just like you're not a great city driver yeah. so let me do this you yeah. know what i mean like so yeah just want to find a man who's okay with you know me existing as yes. is. Yes, you know? it's a very low bar. Low bar. Yeah, <laughs> they, they could meet it if they, literally. They could meet it if they wanted. Like to. you want to bump uglies? Yeah, great. You yeah. want to make out? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, just let me exist. Yes, and not you know have yes. an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna wrap up, but I did want to ask you guys uh-huh. what high school film or like you know tv show or book would you recommend especially if you don't like this movie elizabeth yes oh wow that's really a hard one um i i obviously love bill and ted oh my god i do i will say because i think that i think (laughs) you never cease to surprise me (laughs) (laughs) first of all it has keanu reeves one of the most upstanding men in love Hollywood to him. this day. Love to him. To this day. Yes, I'm just saying that I you never cease to surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of my favorite movies. I watched uh both both episodes, both shows. But um I think the reason I liked I liked it so much was one, it's very seven of me to be like, I'm into an adventure because they yeah. travel all over the yeah. place. But the other part is that their whole message is like, be excellent to each other. <laughs> I think that that's like basically what I built my life around. <laughs> it's basically yeah. my whole personality, right? Like, yeah. how do I walk through this world with like doing the least amount of harm, yeah. even when you go back in time or try yeah. to whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that would definitely be number one. Um, I hate to say this, and I haven't seen it in a long time, and maybe next season we'll just do a whole revisit. Of Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero. Oh, hey, <laughs> Let's could, could we watch that a whole season and no. go through all the episodes? No, because that, be am- that was the era of TV where each season had like thirty episodes. So no, oh. but we could maybe watch like some key episodes. Maybe so. Yeah, like maybe yeah. we should do that. But yeah, yeah. I remember that I loved it and wanted my life to be like Obviously, that. Obviously, yes. yes. did. But I feel like if I watched it today, I would be re- I would be reminded that they were all really shitty. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's yeah. worth I think it's worth to check some out. Yeah. Yeah. Amy? Okay, so I was obsessed with the movie The Boy Who Could Fly. It was always on HBO. Loved it. It was like a little indie movie. Like Fred Savage is like a child child in it. And um, Herman Munster plays like a a drunk neighbor. And this family moves into this house and there's an autistic kid that's next door and he's always out of his window pretending (laughs) to fly. And you're like, can he fly? And then like some weird stuff happens. And you're like, can he fly? It's really good. Um, Loved, obsessed with that movie. And then also anything by Judy Bloom. I yeah, was obsessed. Obviously. And like I too saw Are You There, God, but, It's were Me, they Margaret. High schoolers? I can't remember. Um, in Judy Bloom? Yeah. And, it's like preteens. Preteen, right? Preteens. Yeah. And preteen. then there was Forever. Forever. And okay, Poplar I have been Creek saying to Library. Her, she does not want to read books. And I'm like, we need no, to read No, I want to read books. Forever. I just don't want to read. you got to read Forever. Forever is my entire like sexual awakening. Yes. Poplar yes. Creek Library had a version that somebody had gone through and highlighted all the dirty parts. Of course. And when I say dirty, the sex yes. parts. And I yeah. was like, hell to the yes. Yes. His dick was named Ralph. It was amazing. It was amazing. So yes. yeah. Thank you, Judy Blue. Everyone should read Forever. Yeah. Um, obviously, I love all the classics. You know, the John Hughes's, the Mean Girls, Center love. Stage, all of it. But I did want to recommend a book I just read. It is a oh, yeah. current book. It's called called True Biz and it is about um, a group of high schoolers who are deaf and they're at like a school for for deaf kids and there's so much interesting stuff to learn about deaf culture it's very like fraught in a lot of ways Um, and 
yeah you gotta read it you awesome. gotta you gotta learn about the deaf culture it's fucking cool oh yeah amazing yeah. i love it yeah. i've been very i have a tiktoker who's a um like i have, for some reason I'm, i've gotten onto deaf tiktok yeah. but like i have a couple that are like interpreters for concerts yeah. and i just like love watching yes. those clips because they yes. get so hyped oh yeah. my gosh yes. yes max is taking asl as his language oh, i love that i love that, I love that. Cool. yeah and you know, another thing i will say that i learned in true biz that these two kids are like interacting and one does a sign um for chicken like the meat and another guy corrects her and says like that's not the correct sign it's this and she's like you're being fucking racist like, like, because there's ASL and then there's black ASL. Uh, that makes sense. Oh. That completely makes sense. It makes so much so sense, much but sense. it's not something you would have known if you were not in this culture. So yeah. I really recommend this book. It's going to it's gonna teach you a lot. And it's a it's got a good story. So, oh, I yeah. love it. This has been so much yeah. fun, you guys. Yeah. I'm so glad yes. you came. Yes. I feel like we could talk about high school forever because it was like the worst time the of my life. The worst. And yes. sex. Which, I mean, think, real quickly, but um, Adrian's last question was about like why Americans are so obsessed with high school. Mm. And I think it's a great question, which we can revisit in another movie because I'm we're sure gonna we're going to see another high school yeah, movie. But also, but, why is America so obsessed with the youth? Yes, that's like, also on my list. totally disrespect yes. people. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I'm sorry. Like, if you peaked in high school, I know it's so lame. I question you as a human, and a hundred percent. Most people are not that cool in high school. Yeah, like we didn't ha- again. No Spicoli in like Hopewell yeah. High School. No, you know, no one that entertaining. Ugh. Anyways, thanks everyone for listening to Don't Ruin This for Me. Special thanks to Lincoln Lodge and our producer Christine Ferreira, and our graphic designer. Shout out Jessica Savage, yeah. and to our guest Amy. Amy, where can um, the people follow you? Where can they find you? You, I have a website, Amy. And now I actually have to update it. Okay. But I'm also, um, I, you know, She's Crafty, Chicago's all female Beastie Boy tribute band is going to be at uh, Midsummer Fest this summer. Oh, hell yeah. I saw you guys last year. Uh-huh. That was the dopest show. Okay. So we'll see you. We'll be we'll there. We'll see you. We'll be there. Um, and hey, are you guys looking for even more Adrian and Elizabeth? We know you yes. are. You can check out our Substack newsletters, Where the Fuck's My Happy Ending is Mine, because you know I'm really pissed about that. <laughs> And Mixed Race Tape is Elizabeth's. And you can follow the pod on Instagram at Don't Ruin This Pod. Come back next week to talk about everything Madonna. This is a long time coming. As we watch Truth or Dare, and I am trying to get a sex therapist on because I think that would be the best thing for us to have. Or like somebody who's like in that culture. I also want to put a caveat in that I'm somewhat worried that Truth or Dare has weird licensing. Have we even looked to see if we can get it? Okay, so we're going to say that maybe we're going to come back next week. Our plan is Truth or Dare. But we have not checked to make sure we can get it. And I think it has weird licensing. Yeah, but we're going to find out. Right, and you we'll know what? If out. not, we'll get a copy of her sex book on eBay. Ugh, we'll I love her there. sex book. I used to have that book. What What would you got rid of it for? Well, you know, when I left high school and you I had left it my, in high school. <laughs> yes. No. Sorry. <laughs> yes, it came out in the early 90s, right? Yeah. I mean, I definitely and I worked didn't at a rec- I, I was like, I worked at a record shop, and oh, okay, at, so at you just point. got it. Yes, and um, when I moved out of my mom's house to go to college, she just threw all my shit away. Oh wow! Every journal yeah. I wrote from yeah. fifth no. grade till I graduated my senior year of high sense. school. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> she was my like, mom was like, "You're done." Risa's all grows up. Right. <laughs> Like, you're done. (laughs) Anyway, hopefully Truth or Dare and Madonna. And if not, you know, we'll see. But hey, friends, don't forget to support middle-aged women's voices. Obviously, it's very important. You heard it today. Rate and review us on um, Don't Ruin This For Me on your favorite podcast app. Yep. All right. Thanks. Awesome. You guys are the best. Yes. Simply the best.